Hello and welcome to my lockdown diaries. Um, I don't know where you are or when you're listening, but it is the 14th of January and yesterday uh, I decided, well I say I decided, I can't take the credit, um, I was running through some ideas with a friend talking about the kind of stuff that I wanted to do and how I wanted to get into podcasts and she suggested that I should practice by doing some lockdown diaries because this is a very unique time in our lives. I mean, I say unique. (laughs) We are lockdown number three now, Um, so perhaps not unique. We've all been here before, but I didn't document it the first time uh, whereas this time round here I am practicing my podcasting and coming to you with a very short very succinct hopefully I do have a tendency to babble on um, account of my life in lockdown and to give it some structure I'm going to work through my day through the eyes of my mind, my body and my soul because everyone keeps saying that these times that we're going through, these strange times, um, can be beneficial because it provides introspection. Uh, I'm feeling a lot of things and I'm not sure a lot of it is introspection but, you know, we move and hopefully speaking to you every day, whoever you are, wherever you are, will provide me with some kind of sanity and knowledge that I'm not alone in this lockdown life. I'm not physically alone. I am, to give you some context, I'm in London living with my flatmate and friend of 12 years. Um, (laughs) We actually today, I'd probably say we'd been lasting quite well and today we went pretty loopy. Um... I'm starting a little bit late, it's the 14th, so we must have been in lockdown now for 14 days, if not more, I don't even know when this shit started to be honest, honestly, it's been never ending. Okay, lockdown diaries, day one. I woke up and I didn't want to get out of bed, I found it really hard, I set my alarm for 6.45 in the hope that I would get up and do some sort of exercise in my living room, which I'm so fucking bored of. But Zoe Ball blessed my ears at 6.45 and I just didn't want to hear it. I even got out of bed and turned her off, got back into bed. Uh, Sadly, I'm not very good at sleeping in, so... I probably got another 15 minutes of just lying there. And then I decided that Joe Wicks or Natasha Ocean, who we, I say, I was going to say we quite like, we don't like her. It's horrible, but she's, you know, good for us. Um, It felt too much today. So instead I did yoga with Adrian, which was lovely. What I needed actually, because I felt really stiff, not very open. Um, And then I bolted on the end. My really good friend is doing a 21 day challenge of yoga. 
so I did that at the end and that was like a power, did some plank, which I thought was horrible because my core felt like jelly. Because I haven't been to the gym in, I don't know, since, you know, way before Christmas and Christmas really was a time for jellied middled. Um, then I showered had a chat with Holly while I was in the shower, as we do every morning. She sits on the toilet, I wash. We chat about, you know, what's happened since we left each other at nine o'clock the night before, which often you'd be surprised. It's quite a lot. Uh, normally there's news stories that have come out or she's received a text or I've received a text or we've had a dream about... I had loads of dreams, actually, last night because my downstairs neighbours like to... I don't know whether they like to, but they do argue a lot. And I'm talking like argue, like really badly. Um, and they were arguing as I fell asleep. And I think those arguments just seeped into my dreams. So I was having these crazy dreams of arguing with people I know now, people I used to know, <laughs> ex-boyfriends, ex-friends, teachers. It was just an ever ending circuit of arguments. Uh, that was nice and then I didn't go on my morning walk this morning because it was raining and I just couldn't be fucked to be honest with you so instead I made a coffee Holes bought a um, coffee machine over Christmas um, not the full machine just the milk frother which has really changed my life actually and brought me a lot of joy in these sad times and then I sat down at my desk and I worked for the morning. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm finding working from home pretty intense. It's like I'm actually, people are saying that productivity might not be higher, but my productivity 100% is higher because I don't really leave my desk. Whereas normally I'd kind of like, I don't know, be going to meetings or traveling around a bit or getting someone a coffee. Whereas now it's just like, oh, just me and the screen. Uh, and then I braked for lunch. I didn't actually have breakfast. Instead, I just had my muesli for lunch. And then Holly got back from her run and I had to go to Boots because I needed to get a thrush pill, you know, one that you actually put up your vagina because um, I've got thrush. <laughs> it's genuinely, that's generally what you need a, a thrush pill for. And I'm sure you're thinking, have you got thrush in lockdown? Uh, luckily, the person, this is such a long story. Basically, I started dating someone in October, you know, in that weird time where we were kind of allowed out of the lockdown. It was rules of six. He was a single occupancy household. So we kind of managed to like wrangle our way into the bedroom through like a bubble scenario um and he's kind of been my bubble ever since <laughs> fucking awful bubble though one that gives you thrush isn't it so anyway went to boots really long fucking queue a lady in front of me who wouldn't stop coughing and I thought really like really do you need to cough now in the middle of a pandemic come on like, it's just not socially acceptable anymore to cough. And I know that sometimes you've got something in your throat or, but you know, when someone's spluttering and you just feel like, oh, go outside. Anyway, got that. Uh, then Holly and I went to Wilco's, our favourite shop, bought some Vagisil because uh, it's cheaper there. And then headed home. Oh, no, we got Gales. Oh, my God. 
honestly, thank God for Gales. If you don't live in London and you don't know what Gales is, it's a coffee shop. And, you know, you might say, it's just any other coffee shop, but it's not. It's not overpriced for the amount of coffee you get in your cup, which is important because I know that sometimes those hippie little corner coffee shops give you a four pound latte that is honestly the size of a vodka shot and you just feel disappointed. But I have never felt disappointed at Gales. It's just nothing but love for that place. So that really lifted my spirits. Um, And then I came home and set to work again which you know yeah I don't know why at the moment I've been feeling like overwhelmed by it all this is a bit of soul isn't it I'm getting into it too early um because at the end of my working day today I shit you not I had this rash on my face and I got it a few days ago and I thought maybe it's an allergic reaction like maybe there's a cat around or something But today I got it and I thought, no, that's full-blown stress. That is full-blown, tired, end-of-the-day stress. So I hopped on a FaceTime with my best friend who is in lockdown with her family. Normally she lives 20 minutes down the road, but at the moment she's far away, so FaceTime's important. Um, And I cooked dinner while I was on the phone to her. I made the randomest food because <laughs> haven't been shopping in so long. Uh, it consisted of broccoli, kale, tuna, quinoa, some tomato, bit of dark soy sauce. Do you know what? It was actually delicious. And considering the state of our fridge at the moment, I was pretty proud of my uh, culinary skills. And then we watched... Okay, so we started on Netflix watching that weird thing about afterlife experience after death experiences and we were on the medium episode um and the physical mediums who you know tie themselves to chairs and stuff that just felt a bit mental so then we went on to something lighter sex on trial which actually made me so fucking depressed um and we were having this kind of conversation about how i don't know many women who will have never been in a situation where they kind of felt that it was easier to just have sex than to try and get out of it. And I know that sounds pretty dark, um, but I think it's true. I think it's really true. I could tell some fucking stories of when I've let myself get into situations just from, I don't know, drinking too much or being a bit naive or kind of just probably wanting something initially and then being in a pretty tricky sticky situation and not being able to get out of it very easily so that really dampened the mood then we had to turn it off um went into the bathroom did our normal face routine cleanse tone moisturize of course (laughs) and i put my uh brush tablet up my vagina which was interesting it doesn't seem right I mean I remember it back in the day I don't I actually don't normally get thrush I mean I haven't had a long-term partner in like five years and I feel like that's the only time you really get thrush when you're just having casual bumble sex you don't really get thrush really because you know you use condoms most of the time and it's not that regular um anyway it looks like a like a I mean, it looks like an ibuprofen. It's in like a capsule. And I remember back in the day, it used to look like a Barocca tablet or something. But now it looks like an actual pill. You just shove it on up there and wish it luck and that's it. 
which doesn't feel right, but anyway. Then I got into bed, which is where I'm sitting now, and put some Vagisil on, which felt great, actually. Uh, very soothing. And then I picked up the mic. I mean, I go to bed pretty early. It's not even nine o'clock yet. I just love an early night. I love sleep. So that's where my mind's at, the mundanities of my life, the minute to minute. My body, as you will have recognised from that tale, is feeling pretty, pretty wobbly. <laughs> like the thrush, the rash, the inability to hold a plank or to do a chaturanga. Very irritating. <laughs> yeah, feeling, I wonder why it is. I don't know whether it's because I've been pretty stagnant or because, I mean, thrush gets you down. I mean, I feel like having sex again regularly on tap. <laughs> Not on tap, obviously. He lives really far away and, you know, we're respecting the um, guidelines, obviously. Um, but I feel like it's all in all really good for you but it does open you up to a world of problems doesn't it like you've got to start thinking about contraception and fucking hell I can't even cross that bridge yet because I've had some bad times on contraception um and then yeah the the infections the water infections the thrush <laughs> and you ask yourself is it worth it then you have the sex again you think yeah it absolutely is so yeah, my body's feeling pretty tired, I would say. I think that's the overall consensus. And you'd wonder why, because what am I doing? What am I doing? Normally I'd be like up and down the steps at tube stations and I'd be walking to and from work and I'd be moving and grooving. I'd be going out, I'd be standing on my feet, I'd be dancing till 3am on a Saturday. I'd definitely be, I don't know, boxing or doing yoga or something. Whereas now I'm just like a big old potato. But maybe that's why. Maybe it's like rigor mortis, but before I've actually passed on. Gotta keep moving. That is what I've realised. Even on those days when I'm like, I can't do it today. Because I really struggle when exercise feels like weight loss. I just can't deal with it. When there's no joy in it and I'm not doing it because I'm like, there's a social aspect or because I feel strong or because I find it fun. I really struggle because it just feels like you're getting into that pattern of just like smashing out a living room workout just because you have to. And I hate that. Um, but the bottom line is you've got to move the body, even if it's just like a nice long walk. Even though I don't really know what the rules are on that at the moment. Is it only an hour? I'm not sure. It's all quite confusing, isn't it? Like, BJ got told off, didn't he, for going on that bike ride, which was two hours away from his house. So maybe you can't do a really long walk. Like an hour. I mean, that's pretty long, isn't it? And the soul. I can't lie, today I've kind of realised that we are in a bit of a weird situation. It's like just hit me. I think because you can kind of get away with it, can't you? You can convince yourself that it's a new year and that you're going to get into a routine and that you're going to reap all the benefits of the lockdown like you did the first time. You're going to bake the banana bread and knit a scarf or something. Or you're going to run more than you normally do or you're going to make advantage, take advantage of working from home and, you know, sit in your knickers and enjoy the Zoom calls. But the bottom line is, I fucking hate the Zoom calls. 
I fucking hate not getting ready every day because it makes me feel like a slob. I fucking hate running and I don't want to run anymore. That, that's how I'm feeling. There's a lack of positivity today. And I know for the first one, for the first lockdown diary, you'd hope there'd be a bit more joy, a bit more, yeah, I'm feeling really positive about starting this new thing and doing this and doing that. But fuck me, the world is heavy. Like the impeachment stuff, that bloody sex on trial thing I just watched, the lockdown, which feels pretty never ending, the virus as a whole, people kind of dying it's heavy and I think that's why like I realized that something like this like no matter how silly it is you know me just accounting my very average normal day which I'm sure will replicate a lot of other people's if not be more dull but actually it's the little things right now that matter it's doing those everyday things like even just getting up <laughs> like managing to do a full day's work calling someone you love making good food going to get that coffee at the risk of your life may I add with that spluttery lady in boots those things right now are all we really have you know we don't have plans we don't have anything to look forward to apart from the now the present the day-to-day, minute-by-minute mundanities of this lockdown life. So I'm here to share it with you. I hope your day-to-day was more exciting than mine. You managed to find some joy and something new. That's the interesting thing. It's like a challenge to yourself, isn't it? It's like, what can I find that's new today? How can I stick in this routine, which I know is helping me, but also excite myself? I've started having cold showers just to feel something, honestly, like so fucking cold. And I read that they were good for anxiety and I'm not feeling particularly anxious, but I am feeling pretty numb. Apart from the itching vagina, I don't feel much. (laughs) Apart from just like, well, it's just like one news story after another, one Zoom call after another. I clear my emails, another five come in. Um... I have the same chats with family and we always say, family and friends, and we say like, let's not mention Corona or let's not go into that. And then before you know it, you're chatting about the fucking vaccine and the number of deaths. And I just think, wow. Wow. What a time to be alive. Should be fucking thriving on a dance floor somewhere. Yet here I am in my bed at nine o'clock talking to myself to this massive microphone which looks a bit like a huge dildo it can't be right honestly (laughs) um i think that's enough blabbering for today that is lockdown diary day one with me reedy g aka georgina forsyth reed um if you want any more fun and antics my instagram is at reedy g i also write a blog uh i'm not going to plug every uh recording obviously because most of you will be my mum hi mum <laughs> i'm planning on doing this for 30 days so maybe if i get 30 listeners i could shout out a listener a day maybe that's a good a good plan um thanks for joining me 
I hope you have a good day or night whenever you're listening to this and I will catch you on the flip side. Bye.